Via Hemp, let's talk about it. Via Hemp offers THC and non-TH craft cannabis experiences. Now, I love a non-THC option when it comes to your overall wellness. I'm talking sleep aid, maybe anxiety if you have that. Well, that's where Via comes into play. And did you know even a non-THC option if you're doing fertility or IVF can be helpful? Look into that. Well, Via is incredible. You got to be 21 plus. You can get 15% off with my exclusive code TSFS when you go to viahemp, V-I-I-A, hemp.com. They have all kinds of lifestyle products. And like I said, the best part is with the THC or without, so you don't have the buzzy buzzy. Don't you love my cannabis lingo? I mean, the buzzy buzzy. Anyway, I'm unique. What can I say? Look, order now. You're going to love Via Hemp. Use the code TSFS to receive 15% off and a one-time free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21 plus. That's viahemp.com and use the code TSFS at checkout. Support the show. Tell them I sent you and enhance your everyday life with Via Hemp. Summer is almost here. Don't you want to go to the beach with thicker, gorgeous, beautiful locks and everyone goes, hey, I love your hair. And you go, Nutrafol, baby. You know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. A million things to get to. Literally a million. Okay, let's start with the craziest rumor of all that is circulating. And yes, I am drinking peppermint tea on a day that's 100 degrees here in Los Angeles. I don't care. I gotta have my tea. I get my tea on, all right? Did everybody see the news yesterday that Bachelorette alum Josh Cedar was dead at the age of 36, only to wake up this morning after dozens, dozens of tributes came in to find out that he's still alive and well and claims that his Instagram was hacked. I, 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 I don't even know what to make of this because, dude, like, I don't know where this dude goes from here. I mean, is anyone buying this story that, that somebody hacked him? I mean, I want to see proof. This is like the racist bots to me on RHOBH last season. Like, somebody better be following up. 
mean, this is crazy. I was messaging other 90 Day Fiance and TLC creators going, hey, oh my God. You know, because they'd come out of the woodwork. They'd put on their social media that that they were friends with Josh. I didn't know Josh Cedar. And by the way, I've only watched one season of The Bachelor, that whole franchise with Matt James. Otherwise, I never got into it. I, I just didn't care. I never watched, right? So I never saw Josh on it. The reason that we're talking about it on today's TLC Talk is because Josh crossed over and was sort of in the past couple of years well-known for his shenanigans with 90 Day Fiance people. Most notably on my show, Natalie Mortsadova, who, you know, you know Natalie from 90 Day Fiance. She was with Michael out in Washington State. Y'all, she got up to Washington State, that podunk. I mean, nothing against Washington State. I'm from Maine. But you know what I'm saying. We got a lot of trees. She wouldn't have any of it. So she's like, she's become like a 90 Day Fiance, fran- like, you know, franchise fan. They have her on tons of other shows. She lives out here in Los Angeles in Long Beach. So she's been on the podcast. She came into my studio. And she had this run in with Josh Cedar. And all I'm, I'm not going to get into details. I work very closely, closely with the TLC network, who I love. But there was a lot of debate about asking about or bringing up Josh's name, okay? And that will just lend it to Josh's been all over. I believe he has, like, he dabbled in law. He was on The Bachelorette. He most notably crossed over to the 90-day fiancé realm because everybody knows Paul Steele and Karini Martins. Remember them? Very... They're going through a horrible situation still where they lost custody of their two sons. She's like back in Brazil. Well, she dated Josh for a period of time. He came on social media basically saying he was going to help her get her sons back. All of which like never happened. You know, all of that. Uh, You know, I believe he's like been very open. He's done porn. He's been with dudes. So anyhow, there's a lot. There's a lot going on there. And he's been very open about his mental health struggles, right? Including even discussions of suicide. So yesterday it is posted on his Instagram. I mean, I thought he was dead. Like this is wild. And what's scary is, I don't know, this is the second kind of public figure that's done it. You know, the other one was that God, what was her name? Little Xanax or something? Oh, let me find Josh's stuff first. Then we'll get into that other chick. I just feel like, oh, is this for publicity? Oh, well, it's deleted. Of course. But anyway, it was the statement like from his alleged family. It's like very sad. He passed away. He died. This was posted on his IG account only for him to post today that he is alive and well. Okay. Well... And he says that he has been hacked, that these, that somebody got on there and alleged that he was dead. Who would want to do that? Like, I just, I, like, I mean, I, I feel like if people are going to do that, aren't they going to prank like Brad Pitt? You think like they're getting into the Instagram? I don't know. I don't want to go too down, deep down this rabbit hole because I don't know what his mental health status is. I really don't. I just know in the 90-day universe, he's crossed over. Natalie, the whole situation to get back to Natalie, to bring her into context, is he had messaged her, I'm going to say a year ago, essentially saying to her, I can get you on The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. And she was like, really? You know, how how can we do that? I'm under contract with TLC. And he's like, no problem. Um, anyhow, they had some back and forth. And, and he was saying, you and I can pretend that we're a couple. Um, I can get us on a dating show. And she was like, sure. Then he exposes her her DMs. So trying to embarrass her, make her look like, you know, she's like fame hungry whore. Okay, uh, let's see. Pot, meat kettle. 
Anyway, I just find this story so bizarre. And you know what's worse? Can I just can I just rant about this for a second? I, I do not consider myself a journalist. I'm somebody who's been in the entertainment world. I started in morning radio on the Kane show for iHeartRadio, which was fantastic. We never considered ourselves journalists. None of us had journalism backgrounds. We were entertainers, right? And people would come on our show, tell their story. We'd do funny bits. But every single fucking, no media outlet, every media outlet from Fox News to NBC, everybody posted that he was dead yesterday. Did nobody like, I I mean, I guess journalism really is dead. I mean, this is so bizarre to me. No, I expect from the Daily Mail and the Sun, like some of these tabloidy places that consider themselves, you know, I mean, they are kind of just tabloidy, right? They're going to post anything. And I I don't think they do a I don't think they particularly care about vetting anything or getting a quote. But NB fucking C, foxnews.com, former, former Bachelorette contestant Josh Cedar says hacker posted false death report to Instagram. Correction. This is, this is by Variety. NBC News previously ran a story from Variety incorrectly stating that former Bachelorette could, contestant Josh Cedar had died, citing a now-deleted August 28th Instagram post shared to his account. The headline and article have been updated to reflect Cedar's August 29th Instagram post stating that he's alive and his account was hacked. Nobody, like, like, aren't you guys, I mean, I work for a news station as a contributor of entertainment. And let me tell you, like, there's some serious journalists there, like, they can find out people. So nobody from any of these mainstream bureaus, like, Got his number, his address, sent somebody to go, go, hey, like, see if you can find a family member. Is this actually true? <sighs> Rant over. Anyhow, um, so if you followed him and followed his crossover, you see him a lot trying to hook up with various 90-day fiancé people. I wish him well. Hopefully his mental health is good. Let's move on to funner, more interesting topics, like how hot Barry Plath is now. <gasps> Has anyone seen Barry Plath? Oh, my God. This man has done a transformation. September 5th is the brand new season of Welcome to Plathville season five. I'm going to bet the farm here that this season is going to be a short of Vanderpump Rules, some of the most talked about reality television that we have recently seen. So good. So good. Another trailer drop. They've dropped multiple trailers for this show. That's not that unique. But People Magazine even picked up Barry Plath's transformation. This guy went from a scrawny pipsqueak to the hottest thing you have ever seen. He's been working out with his son, Micah Plath, who we all know. Oh, my God, Micah Plath. So fucking hot. Um, He's of age, by the way. I can say that. And, like, these two dudes have been hitting the gym up there in Minnesota for the past several months. And dude looks fucking fire. Okay, I'm going to show you a picture of his transformation. Now, Kim has already moved on. Kim got a new man. Isaac, one of the boys, because, you know, they have 10 children. Isaac, his boss, who works down in Cairo, um, is now dating Kim Plath. Look at that fucking transformation. Oh, my God. Give me the HGH. I'm ready for the roids. God, he's so hot. Uh, So, so far, we don't know if he's dating anybody. But the house, the family is a hot mess. Here, let's play the trailer together. I have not watched this. The family is divided in so many ways. Divorce has been hard. My dad has done a whole 180. I'm ready to start dating. I don't support that. Same. While we were gone, Mariah moved out. I have a family that doesn't accept me. You can't stop. 
tried and I tried. I'm done trying now. Welcome to Plant Film Returns, September 5th and 10 on TLC. Ah! Oh my god, the techno music. I mean, please, who are we? Do a leap? I mean, yes! <gasps> It is going to be so good. I cannot even tell you. Oh, my God. Do not hit the mic against the desk, sweetie. Mm. It is going to be so, so good. Okay. I, I cannot even wait. So that's going to be epic. Um, you know, they're, that family, I'll tell you what. You know, and Olivia and Ethan Plath have been on my show together. Olivia Plath has been on my show twice. And they always said Kim was out here for fame. And I'm like, no way. I mean, girl is like living in the Bible after 24 years of marriage. She has left Barry. Like, I guess the queen did want, she wanted to be famous. So there we go. We are going to get all of it. I just, I said to Shman, my husband, I watched, the, I watched from what Welcome to Plathville started as. You know, remember the kids never had seen a cell phone. They didn't even know what iPhone was. They'd never even heard of Steve Jobs. They thought he lived in Atlanta. I mean, they never drank a Coke let alone a margarita. I mean, they had lived, I mean, they didn't even know what a tampon was. The girls didn't. They didn't even know how to use one. The boys never even heard of a tampon. I don't know how the fuck you don't even know what a tampon is. Hero Breads. Oh my gosh. Chef's kiss. Do you love carbs? I'm obsessed. Give me a croissant. Give me a tortilla, baby. Every day, slathered with some hummus. Yes, please. And then a lot of veggies, a little turkey burger in it. Okay. Um, that's my own proprietary sandwich. Thanks. <laughs> Hero Breads right now offering 10% off. Go to Hero.com. Co. Enter the promo code TSFS. You are getting 10% off. Now, Hero Bread is so delicious and flavorful, soft, fluffy. In fact, so fluffy that KJ loves it, slathered with butter and cinnamon every day. They're known for their products to have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero sugar, and high in fiber. So what are you waiting for? Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to Hero.co and use the code TSFS at checkout. That's TSFS at H-E-R-O dot C-O. How ironic. I love this. Got a new podcast for you to listen to. Yes, I do. It's the Dr. John Delaney Show. Schman and I were actually playing a clip from Dr. John's podcast because he was doing the topic of are youth travel sports ruining families? Well, Dr. John Delaney has over 20 years of sitting with families and dealing with hurting people and mental health issues. He has a PhD in counseling. Delaney walks alongside real people as they navigate tough decisions. And this is actually something that I really enjoy about his show. It's caller driven. I feel like I'm going to have to get a collar-driven show, Dr. John. I love this. Anyway, listen to the Dr. John Delani show wherever you get your podcast, or you can follow the link in the description of this podcast episode. I always make it very, very easy to find my sponsors and people that I partner with. So start downloading and listening today to the Dr. John Delani podcast. Enjoy. The wait is over. That's right. Season five of The Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it up into overdrive. Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back and continue to defy expectations in all their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all-new season of The Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu. 
So to see them be so innocent and go from that to now, Mariah's like tatted up. Micah moved to LA to pursue his modeling career. Barry is on like probably some sort of steroids. Jacked as can be. Uh, Kim is boning another dude arrested for DUI. Obviously, it had more than one margarita. She was like twice the legal limit. I mean, Ethan and I, think I can't keep like, what? I said to Schmidt, it's kind of sad. I don't know. I would feel like my life was sad. But I think maybe if you were raised super religious and you missed a lot of the world, you're like, fuck it. It's the best it's getting. All right. So we're all looking forward to that. Let's talk a little Sister Wives quickly. By the way, uh, Mondays, just during the duration of Sister Wives, Every Monday, you're getting double episodes on the Sarah Fraser show. You're getting a quick recap and all my thoughts of the night before's episode. And then, of course, you're getting the regular, you know, whatever my guest is, because Mondays I have guests on the Sarah Fraser show. So if you missed it, I always am going to add on my review of Sister Wives episodes to the end of this podcast. So you can catch it there. But the big news that's coming out, you know, from this past week is Leon who is Mary and Cody's only child. Now, Leon is trans and wants to be referred to as a they-them. Had a secret marriage that everybody is talking about that reportedly happened back in 2022. Just came to light this week, actually. So, uh, Leon is married. And according to In Touch, Audrey Chris is, I guess, their wife. Um, They wed in a courthouse in Colorado Springs on October 29th, 2022. The son and in touch obtained the marriage certificate. And um, they married themselves without an officiant present in front of their loved ones. But the big news of this is that Leon and a part of, I guess, the new news that's coming out is that Mary and Cody, what led to their divorce is is Cody does not accept Leon. Cody doesn't accept their lifestyle, that they're trans. And because of that, Mary was, you know, going to pick and obviously picked Leon. And so they say that Mary and Cody, that's really what we're going to find out this season, was the beginning of the end of their relationship. So maybe we'll find out more about the wedding. Maybe we'll see pictures. But that's sort of the big news. The other huge news coming out from Sister Wives is enormous ratings. You know, like I said, it. somebody yelled at me on my TikTok. I was like, you better apologize for saying that Sister Wives is dead when they have the biggest fucking ratings of any reality TV show. Okay, sorry. Like, I'm not that married to that opinion. So, okay. Um, yeah, huge. Some of the, they have the, they have the highest rated, rated reality show in the past six months. Actually, along the lines of Vanderpump Rules, this past season so over a four-day period because that's what they measure people watching live that night and then three to four days later sister wives brought in an audience of four million people huge huge you guys know i mean not that many shows get four million views we're in succession territory that's what i always say or is it secession succession whatever never watched it (laughs) i got too much too many reality shows to watch sorry So that's going really well. Uh, Also, if anybody is in Union County, Kentucky this week, can you go to the courthouse on August 31st for an 8 a.m. hearing for Tammy Slayton? (laughs) You know, she was cited for marijuana possession and drug paraphernalia. 
And on my Reddit, you can see the citation. You can get the courthouse address. If anyone is in Kentucky and can get access to go to the courtroom and get the hearing, please do it. Please, 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 please. We want you to do it. We would love a full report. So she is going to court there. And she is set to be in court. She's actually got two court dates coming up. But um, August 31st at 9.01 a.m. in room D. Could someone go to the arraignment? I mean, can't the bitch have a smoke? That's what I've said. But, I mean, I guess she's going to get something. She, It's illegal there to have marijuana. And, like, drug paraphernalia, paraphernalia to me must mean, like, a pipe, right? Or a bong or something. Girl loves a smoke. So let us know what happens if anyone can cover that. I would be so grateful. Um, Oh, what else was really juicy? Oh, the other thing. Oh, my God. (laughs) Chantel from the family Chantel, also formerly of Pedro and Chantel from the 90 Day Fiance franchise, has come out, let everybody know that Asuelo and Winter are not dating, and also... Clearing the air that Winter did not give Osuelo herpes of the mouth. Thank you for that. Poor Hunter. Uh, poor, poor Winter. Hunter, Winter. Poor Winter from the family Chantel, who is Chantel's sister, Winter. Uh, I, bloggers are trying to be messy, saying that Winter gave Osuelo that thrush on his tongue. No, she did not. She did not. And they're denying it. And that, like... Absolutely not true. I mean, poor Winter. I hope she's not hurt by that rumor. I just think it's funny. I'd be like, oh my God, the fuck? Like, I did not give Asuelo <laughs> herpes of the mouth. Um. All right. Oh, the last thing I was going to say, too, is this is a shocker to nobody, but Christine Brown did give a tell-all interview after um, episode two of season 18, and she is saying that she and Cody were never soulmates. And she realized how unhappy she was in the marriage once she started seeing her children meet their lifelong partners. So I just thought that was interesting. I mean, she's so over him. So over him. And like I said, that's where I go to. How are they going to sustain this show? Like, How is this show sustainable when Christine's so done? Like she doesn't even, I mean, she wants to keep it friendly, I guess. But what are they going to be friendly about? Most of their kids are adults. With the exception of Truly. I just, I don't see how the show continues as is. I don't know, but maybe it does. Um, And that's, look, a good lead into if you missed Sister Wives, the recap that I put out on Monday, I'm going to play it for you right now. You can definitely go to my Reddit if you want to see more details about Tammy Slayton's citation for marijuana and drug paraphernalia. Um, And... Yes, become a member of the Reddit group. All right. Love you guys. Uh, I'm off to Tom Sandoval and the most extras tonight. And yes, I will have a full recap of Tom Sandoval and the most extras. Okay. Bye, guys. So last night of Sister Wives, we had season 18, episode two. Oh, my Lord. I mean, Robin has never been in or has never truly been in a plural marriage. I mean, shots were fired. Shots were fired last night. Thanks for nothing was the title of last night's episode. So we have tons to cover here because finally I feel like the show is getting a little bit better. But of course, the feedback online has been mixed. So set in the scene. Season 18, episode one. 
Fans were not happy, and I had to say I wasn't happy either. The show was way behind. Now, clearly, we saw last night they were filming the Thanksgiving meal. So they filmed this a year ago, which is typical. I mean, typical-ish. That's a long time, almost a year ago. I mean, a lot has gone down. Now, they have picked cameras up several times. They were picking cameras up in the spring when Christine moved in with David Woolley. There's a lot of rumor and speculation that the finale of season 18 will be Christine Brown's wedding. We'll say. To David Woolley. And that is, you know, there's also been the rumor, and now I believe it after watching episode one and two of season wives, of Sister Wives season 18, is that they're going to test the interest from the audience based on Christine's wedding numbers and the time she's with Janelle, could they carry their own show? I I do think that fans are right. I mean, I think this show is a little in trouble. It is. It's dark. It's negative. It's not fun. And to be honest with you, last night was covering Thanksgiving, okay? Covering supposed to be like an epic gift exchange gone wrong between the kids. And somehow Robin kind of got involved. Well, we know how she got involved, I'll tell you. And, you know, also setting the scene for Janelle and Cody's epic fight, which is going to happen on next week on episode three, where we know, of course, Janelle's no longer with him. And then Mary, you know. Um, but last night's episode, you know, initially, too, covered Christine and Cody at the Mexican restaurant. And a lot of people had very strong feelings about that. First of all, did you guys all see this? That apparently Christine picked up the check from the Mexican restaurant. People are having, like, saying a lot about that. And I'll tell you, you know, I don't know the true finances of Robin and Cody. Reportedly, and and even I know, like, Peyton Brown, their own kids have said, and Gwendolyn, obviously Gwendolyn has a huge, thriving Patreon and YouTube subscription paywall, that Rody, that Cody, <laughs> I kind of like Rody, Rody and Robin have always been huge spenders. Big spenders, Robin loves nice things, Cody loves nice things. I mean, they do have a beautiful house, they have cars, they have, you know, multiple kids, they go on trips, you know, we know they were in Vegas, they were in Mexico. So their spending habits apparently are ferocious, but he's making a fortune on Cameo too. I mean, Cody does a lot of Cameos for somebody that's supposedly hated. So Christine, people's eagle eyes picked up that Christine picked up the check. And then people also found it very like tasteless that when they went to leave the Mexican restaurant, Cody pushed his chair back and never pushed the chair back in. I have to agree with everybody on that. I've got to say that is sort of tech A. I mean, it, it is like push your chair in. They noticed that Christine did. And everybody, I mean, Christine continues to win fans everywhere because she is so over it. Want your life back? Order Hungry Root. It's actually as simple as that. Truly, Hungry Root is the best meal kit service I have ever worked with because they have meals that take 12 minutes. Guys, if you are a busy mom like I am, KJ now just started swim lessons. And on the night that he has swim lessons, we're not home until six. I'm trying to make dinner, trying to get him rested and down for bedtime. When I see that number 12, and I know in 12 minutes I can have a healthy meal, I'm turned on. All right? (laughs) You will be too. Hungry Roots website, so easy to use as well. You just go, you can type in a type of cuisine or if you like chicken, or you can do preset where you tell them you're vegetarian, keto, 
or you're a meat lover. Right now, get 40% off. My listeners are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS and get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. Do you hear that? That is the sound of the brand new and delicious You Natural Conception for her in their juicy strawberry gummy flavor. Ah! Oh my, this is now my favorite thing to take. It's a fertility aid. If you haven't heard about them, they are unbelievable with thousands of five-star reviews on Amazon. Go and read them for yourself. And they're famous for their Conception for Her and Conception for Him formula, which Shman, my hubby, has been taking for over a month because it takes two to tango. Conception for Her Fertility Aid is a well-researched baby. They have ingredients like ashkawanda, zinc, magnesium that can help you on that journey to have a healthy baby. So what are you waiting for? Go and order now. You're going to love it and I want to hear from you. Check out You Natural on Amazon and use code FRASER20 for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle. That's EU Natural on Amazon or follow the link on our website for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle with the promo code Fraser 20. That's F R A S E R. The number's 20. 10 years ago, I lost 60 pounds mindful eating, and today I have kept the weight off. I never think about food. I never count calories. Honey, I don't even use one of those darn trackers or apps. I live with food freedom, and I want that for you if you are ready and you want it. And that's where my optimal body comes into play. Visit myoptimalbody.com to request an appointment and be sure to let them know that the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. That is myoptimalbody.com to request an appointment. Why I wanted to partner with Dr. Applin is because he is a doctor that gets to the cellular and gut reason of why you can't lose weight and keep it off. They also work with your mental capacity as well. So many of us are emotional eaters. They address that and their clients see long-term success. If you are ready to lose weight, keep it off, and you don't want to do crazy Ozempic, myoptimalbody.com and tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. She's so over it. She ch- she laughs at like, you know, what's Cody's excuse for not seeing the kids now? I mean, she sort of laughs at his narcissism, which, you know, for a narcissist is like, I mean, game over. They ate to hear that. Uh, but people are like, they're loving Christine. They're loving her. She's fan favorite. So is Janelle. Um, you know, I loved, somebody made a comment on social media. Look at Mary. You know, she shows up for her 10 second confessional and collects that check. You know, um, get it, Mary. <laughs> I would love that too. I mean, Mary was on like 10 seconds of of the show last night. Will she be on more? Yeah, because we're going to see her later on. Obviously, she leaves Cody as well. 
Um, so, you know, I thought the interesting part at that Mexican restaurant and the dinner between Cody and Christine or the lunch was he now wants grief counseling or breakup counseling. I I highly doubt this is ever going to happen. Obviously, we've seen over the years, and Christine has said it, you know, Cody has said numerous times that they should go to therapy. They never do. Um, you know, yeah, I mean, I, I do think, I get that it's very frustrating. I think from Christine and Janelle's point of view, I'm not sure Mary is quite so aware. And I think she has probably different attachment issues because she was Cody's number one. But I, I think over the years, Cody has tried to make these efforts to be involved with Janelle and Christine. But the truth is he absolutely loves, he's in love with Robin. Like, and and by the way, can we also just talk about I know they came on television. And of course, reality TV is the kiss of death to all marriages. Uh, Most, most. Sometimes you can be like Lisa Vanderpump and Ken. And I think Lisa Vanderpump and Ken, it works because they're so much older. They're so in the game. They know it. So so Lisa and Harry Hamlin, I think they realize how, I don't want to say fake because these things are really happening in their lives, but they realize it's such a game that you're only going to be edited a certain way. I'm sure there's probably even a lot more redeemable qualities about Cody Brown, but we're never going to see those because Cody is the narcissistic guy who wants to lead his family. He wants everyone to bow down to him, whether this is 100% accurate or not. And when you listen to my show, unlike I, I just cannot get into these hardcore bloggers and podcasters who do digging on these people. I, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not into it. I watch this as a fan, as a fan of something that is escapism. And also, hopefully with some compassion that these people are people. And many of them have never even watched. Now, it's they've been on 18 years, not 18 years, but they've had 18 seasons of Sister Wives. So they're well seasoned to know this, right? And I give credit to Cody and Robin for even continuing to be on because they're never going to be painted as great people. I don't think unless they really do have this complete separation, Janelle, Christine get a spinoff, Cody and Robin cast these other sister wives that are probably going to be fans to some extent, or they're going to be, you know, maybe women from other countries that don't fully speak the language and they're just going to be like thrilled to be with Cody. Okay. But Christine and Janelle and Mary, they have grown. Okay. They have grown in front of the TV. They've read y'all comments They've met new men. They ain't interested. All right. So, you know, Cody's never going to get a different edit. We're never going to see that. But I I do try to give them a little bit of grace. And I'm sure for Christine and Janelle, it's so frustrating because he he does seem to be completely in love with Robin. So we move past the Mexican restaurant. And the, the big thing that that leads into is this gift exchange that's going to happen between all the kids. Now, I will say Robin is getting a little bit of credit for this because people are like, hold up. So like Janelle's kids and Christine kids wanted to initiate this gift exchange with Robin's kids. They start texting and then Robin gets involved to make sure it happens. Like, but Robin's getting all the blame for it going south. I think you can see that two ways, right? You can see that as is Robin just being controlling and wants to make sure her kids like get what they deserve and get like something from their siblings. Or is Robin genuinely trying to help? I mean, I do think we got to extend like a little bit of grace. But oof, people do not have any grace for Robin. They're like, she's manipulative. Well, I shouldn't say that. They do. Like that was the conversation online. So wait a second. Like Robin's trying to help, wants this to happen, and then y'all are shitting all over her. One for you, Robin. One for you, raw dog. So the gift exchange doesn't happen. Now, people are very pissed about this scene. Because why not show the texts? Great 
point. Why are we not seeing the text? And can I also say this about this show, the episode two? And I would love to know what's really going on. This is TLC's hit show. Hit. When I tell you guys, I know for a fact the ratings on this show are bigger than RHOBH. Okay, so Real Housewives of Beverly Hills is getting close to 2 million actual viewers. So does Sister Wives. That's an enormous audience now in 2023. They have a budget for this. Half of the time... This show is now being filmed on their cell phones. I don't care if Cody's terrified of, you know, COVID or whatever bullshit. Like, you've signed up for a show. You know you're going to film. You want to get paid. We're going to have, like, real camera crews. Half the time, Cody's got, like, a camera in his face. He's so close. It looks like he's doing it on Zoom. That scene with Christine and Peyton, her son, where she's teaching him how to make, like, grandma's tapioca pudding or something, you can't even hear them. They're not even mic'd up. They set up a cell phone. That is, like... So lazy, the production. Well, everybody also thought it was lazy. Why aren't we seeing the text messages about the gift exchange so we can answer for ourselves? This is why I do think this show is a little bit in trouble. We're getting from people, like I said it last week when I gave my recap of the first episode on Real Housewives of New York. We're getting real people's lives, the tears, like their parents' issues. We're going deep. We're now going surface with Sister Wives. When it when it's time to get deep, cast members aren't. And another example of that is when Christine makes that famous line now where she essentially says, Robin has never had to be a real sister wife and never had to really be in a plural family. Meaning that Robin's never had to make the sacrifices that they had. Is that Robin's fault? I don't know. Robin sort of came in that she's the fourth wife. Like, honeys, I could have told you when I went back and watched season one, I could have told you from the second that girl walked in the door, like, "Mm mm-mm. She was young, she was hot, she was fit. She'd come out of a abusive relationship. Like, bitch was going to do whatever she had to do to solidify Cody. And she did. Is that her fault? Or did we let the fox in the hen house? I'm just saying. But people are upset at that scene where Christine said, Robin, she was basically going to go in on Robin, right? Because they all really have a lot of deep resentments on Robin, which very well could be totally justified, all right? And then she stops. She goes, this isn't helpful. No, like, you guys are on a fucking reality show. Like, we want to know. This is it. Like, you guys might have a couple more seasons in you, and maybe Christine knows something we don't. Like, she's definitely getting that spinoff. But, like, tell us what Robin is really like. God, that was so annoying. Uh, just the lack of production and then the lack of like why isn't a producer going no wait a second Christine no like tell us more like what is it specifically I thought that was such a lost moment of last night's episode um you know and of course that scene where Christine is with Cody they basically go well we we wanted to be on television to show the world how polygamy was so great now it doesn't work I'm like I could have told you that what the fuck I mean, it is so backwards. Y'all, if you are listening to this and you're thinking to yourself, I'm going to be a polygamist. Don't bother. What a waste. And I love how people always argue, oh, monogamy isn't natural. Really? Well, watch this show as an example of polygamy not being natural. Like, it's hard enough to make one relationship and, and spend your life with one person, let alone four. I don't know. Say it, Christine. That's all I can say. Say it, girl. Uh, And then the third scene, because everything sort of, you know, is played out like, well, I should say four. There was four scenes because the last part of the show is setting up Janelle 
Janelle's confrontation with Cody. But the other big thing last night was Aurora, Robin's daughter, um, who is Cody's daughter by adoption. Aurora wants to get her ears pierced. And she's like 17 years old, 18 years old. So Cody's going to go with her. And they have this whole discussion about getting their ears pierced. And Cody didn't like it. But the women, Janelle and, and Robin, kept their ears pierced. Mary never got hers. Oh, and by the way, come to find out, Cody, being the hypocrite that he was, got his ear pierced, his one ear pierced when he was in high school because, lo and behold, he always wanted to be famous. And I do love that. Like, if you're listening and you've always wanted to be famous, it happens so, you know, if you've always, when you were little, if you always had that desire to be famous, to be on camera, you need to pursue it because it will happen. Big Ed has been on my show. He had that feeling. He always knew he was going to be famous. Teresa Giudice, famously. NeNe Leakes. Cody Brown. Cody Brown. What great examples. <laughs> and how about those four as role models for your fame? But it does happen. I'll tell you. If you've got that feeling, really, you know what I'm talking about, that gut feeling. You're meant to be. So Cody always wanted to be famous. Always wanted to be a showbow. Always wanted to be the star. Gets his ear pierced in high school. His mom cries. And then, of course, he being the, you know, upstanding religious person that he was. None of them go to church now. Oh, surprise, surprise. Uh, gets, you know, takes it out and doesn't want any of the other women to get it pierced. Now, a lot of people go, oh, if they want us, meaning production, to get excited about an ear piercing storyline, like, we're all fucked. Other people are like, how awful that he never had this experience with any of his other daughters, because he obviously has lots. Um, And people found it to be rather creepy that at the end of getting her ears pierced, Cody says, I appreciate how Aurora has respected me as the man of the household, as the father, as the head of, you know, our entire family. Essentially taking shots at all the other kids that may have gone and done things like everybody does um, and experimented in life or whatever. He is basically giving her complete praise for her submissiveness. And people are like, oh, this is creepy. She doesn't even know that she's part of this submissive, like weird cult situation. Mm. I, You know, Look, to each their own. It's a very quick scene. She obviously seems very thrilled to have her ears pierced. Um, and and lastly, in the fourth, se- the fourth part of the show, Christine comes over and starts sitting down with Janelle and is like, well, what's your marriage like with Cody? Christine's like, bitch, mm, bitch, this is going the way of Tammy Slayton and Caleb Willingham. May he rest in peace, RIP. Um, they got divorced, by the way, before... Uh, he suddenly passed, which was very sad. Um, but Janelle's like, it ain't good. My boys don't want to speak to him. Cody doesn't want to like extend an olive branch. They're all at the age where they don't want to like talk to him if he's not going to extend. I'm like, y'all, uh, yeah, it's not good. And we know what the next scene is going to be where he like, they argue and then he, Christine tells him, fuck you. And he goes, fuck you. And then they walks out of the apartment. I'm ready for that. Of course, we already know how it ends. I mean, I do agree with everybody going, oh, all right, enough. Like, let's speed. Are we going to learn anything new? And I, I'm i nervous. I feel like the last couple of episodes of this season are going to be exceptional, but I don't feel like we're going to learn anything new until then. Because I think at the end, we're going to learn, you know, I think Christine's, it's going to be interesting. I think she's been pretty closed-lipped 
how she met David, David's family. Apparently half of David's kids want to be on television, half don't. This could be good, I think. And I have to imagine Cody and Robin are very nervous behind the scenes because how are they going to keep this show? How are they going to carry it? So that's the big, you know, recap from last night. I did think that season or episode two was much better than episode one. Episode one was extremely slow. So there's that. Um, Okay, on Wednesday's show, you know, I do TLC talk. A lot to get to. God, some welcome to Plathville tea. Barry Plath fucking looking so hot. Oh my God, Barry Plath's going to be beating him off with a stick. Also, I do have other sister wives tea that I'll get to on Wednesday, including Mary's daughter secretly getting married and then the wedding being outed. People have mixed feelings about that. So I'll get to all that. Um, In the meantime, follow me on TikTok at The Sarah Fraser Show, on Instagram at The Sarah Fraser Show. And uh, I put out new episodes every single day. You can also continue the conversation on my Reddit, which is reddit.com slash r slash The Sarah Fraser Show. 